Hello. <laughs> We're recording. Hey, it's Chris and Emily Danielson here, the Bible Idiots Podcast. It's on. Okay, let's be serious here, all right? We're laughing louder, digging deeper, living larger. Um, it's Chris and Emily bringing you the No Apologies with the Bible Idiots Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again. That's right. Subscribe. That's a proper intro. Go. <laughs> so subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Just search Bible Idiots if you're listening to this right now. How about you hit the subscribe button and just stay with us, huh? huh? How good. about you do that? That'd yeah. be nice. That'd be really great. <laughs> hey, I'm learning all kinds of spiritual lessons from my dogs. <laughs> And here's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about the fact that I'm doing the best I can with my dogs. I'm not a dog whisperer. And then I read scripture verses and I'm reminded, oh, this must be what I am to God the way my dogs are to me. I mean, I know it's maybe a stretch of an analogy, but that's what I'd like maybe to talk about. Maybe not as far of a stretch as you think. Well, and the, and the other thing is, is I used to be one of those, believe it or not, those arrogant look down my nose at people on certain items. You know, it happens. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> and I used to be one of those people that, you know, really my heart went out to the people with the support animals. Yeah. Uh, especially when it was, you know, really just dogs and cats and stuff. But as my heart went out to them, I noticed that I had an arrogant, judgmental, really? You got to bring Fido on the plane, you know, that type of thing. Right. And so I get this puppy and I start walking him every day just to get some exercise. I called him my personal trainer the first year we had him. And he was so live and rambunctious and he'd get so sad when we take him to the kennel. He is a purebred lab who was the runt of the litter. The hunters didn't want him. And when I called to check on if this one puppy was left of the litter, instead of a $1,000 hunting dog, they had him priced at like 300 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> And they said, no, we're pretty sure he'd make a good dog for an older couple. And my response was, we could be that older couple, dude. Yeah. And I told Emily, I said, you want to just go see him? And she's like, (laughs) yeah, yeah." we're like, we're we're going to just see him and then walk away. So we brought him home and he changed our life. His name is Alfonso and uh, he goes by Elfie. But wait, 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 his name is Alfonso Edvard Danielson. On his papers, that, yeah. That I is know. his name. I know. Yes. And Edvard is an old Nordic name that our daughter said we had to add to it. And it's a long story how he got his name, okay? There's a whole story behind it. But that's not where we're going today. No, I know, but I just want you to get his name yes. right. Anyway, it's so important. Elfie and I were living the dream. And I immediately started having more and more guilt towards my you know, every now and then arrogance towards these support animal people because he was kind of my support animal in a very big, unique way. You were falling in love. And but he was so <laughs> rambunctious that we needed to get him a, a little companion to go to the kennel. Because yeah, he'd we had get a hard so time. sad when he'd go to the kennel. And that made me not want to discipline him. Well we had a hard time keeping up with him too. Yeah. I mean you would play and play and play with him and then you'd sit down for like five minutes and he was ready to play again. Yeah, he did not and like that. So we finally decided yeah, we need a, a yard buddy for him. So we get little Ruby. She is a stray. Nobody knows what she is. She's supposed to be half black lab, half boxer. And she's also won our heart. Now, here's the thing. In the middle of the compassion that I have for these dogs, in the middle of the you know that, that relationship that you have, I'm also a grandpa now. 
So my kids have named these dogs my grandpuppies because they don't get treated like regular dogs. So when they do something wrong, because of how sad they get when they go to the kennel, because of how sad they get if they don't get a treat at a certain time of the day, Emily says, I have spoiled them rotten and now they won't listen to me. And today... I was out walking with uh, Ruby, and I have the hatch of the vehicle go up, and I tried to, I usually leash Elfie, and then I leash Ruby, and I take them both for a walk, and they wait, and I say, get down, and they get down. Ruby has decided she don't need to listen no more, no how. She just gets out of the car (laughs) and goes. Yeah, exactly. And then I called her, and she looked at me like, you want me to come, but I'm not going to, and she danced off about another 10 or 15 yards. She doesn't run away. She doesn't take off. She's not a runner, but she just avoids you, you know, and she just kind of dances around and, and eludes you (laughs) yeah totally and so i started thinking and processing about just the huge heart i have for these animals and it pales in comparison to my children and grandchildren i'm not like a complete nut job but i do love my my animals and the bible says a righteous man takes care of his animals but in my wanting to be compassionate there also needs to be a firm hand so that you don't have a dog that's disobedient. These two, since we moved to Canada... Uh, Canada? When did you move to Canada? Since we moved to Kansas. <laughs> yes, you, Canada. Yes, I, Kansas. <laughs> so I, since we moved to Kansas, they have just continued to get more and more out of hand. And what are you laughing at now? I can't believe you said that's how tired i am by the way if you haven't figured out we're recording tuesday's podcast monday night and i've worked the last two nights at like 12 to 14 hours in a row i just can't stop doing stuff i'm sorry that was just like way out of love field since we moved to canada (laughs) i know i meant kansas It's a bit south of Canada. <laughs> and now I'm not supposed to laugh so we can get out of with the podcast, well, look, which makes look, me laugh even harder. I'm getting harder. to the scripture point okay. now, and I'm not going back and editing this because okay. I'm way too tired. Okay. It's too late. Focus. i got to get this podcast up Focus. on the system. I'm serious. For the, All right. for the Tuesday morning commuters, that's what this is for. I'm holding it together. All right, here we go. So, in my world where I'm looking at the compassion, <laughs> quit laughing. Would you stop it? <laughs> Duke Kaboom over here. <laughs> yes, I Canada. All right. <laughs> if she can't pull it together, I'm going to have to stop and edit this. And you won't hear that anyway. So if you're hearing this, we just decided to just keep going. You, so, you are Duke Kaboom. <laughs> I know it. Okay, now I know, you know. Oh, the people doing live TV when they would yeah. just lose it, you know, on the Carol Burnett show or whatever. That I just lost yeah, it. I'm I lost sorry. it. Okay. All right. I need a cup of coffee before we go on. But we're going to continue. Let's All just right. continue. <laughs> we're going to forge through this thing. Here's the point. My dogs have won my heart. And we have won God's heart. But we also could be disobedient like dogs, whether we move to Canada or to Kansas. Stop it, Emily. You're ruining this whole thing. I don't have I don't have it in me to go back and re-record. You gotta pull it together. (laughs) Okay, I'm trying really hard. I really when when I get to the scripture. It's going to not have any impact now because we, we've, we've totally, I've t- blown the storytelling. Okay. I've blown everything <laughs> because apparently in my brain for a brief minute, uh, I moved to Canada. Well, once, you know, you're not supposed to laugh. It just makes you laugh even harder. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> 
You gotta stop. <laughs> if you you you've got to stop. It's not that funny. Okay. <laughs> I went to say we moved to Kansas and it came out Canada. <laughs> it's not that. Yeah, that good I get of a the thing. confusion. It's so close, you know. All right. All right. Look, I'm gonna sum this up. <laughs> stop it. I'm not looking at you. I can't look at you. <laughs> Here I'm summing it up. Okay. When my dogs are disobedient, it reminds me of my disobedience to God. And when my heart goes out to my puppies, I think about how much massively more my God loves me. And when I'm being loved by God, it makes me want to do what he says. There's a couple scriptures here that I'll try to read from Kansas, (laughs) from America. <laughs> like Psalm 1, 1 and 2, right at the All start right. of the Psalm. All right. It says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law he meditates day and night. Why? Because he knows how much God loves him. You know what I mean? And and it's easy to make comparison to our Heavenly Father, to our, you know, being an earthly father and loving our children. But sometimes even our pets can give us analogies yeah. that drive us back to Scripture. You know, I'm going to skip James 1 and go to Matthew 7, 24 through 27. This is Jesus talking. He says, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. I always think of the foolish man every time I see, especially Ruby, our our little puppy dog, who's now just turned two years old. When I see her deliberately disobey, looks at me like, I know what you just said, (laughs) but it ain't happening. I think about being a foolish man who builds my house on the sand in some of the decisions I've made as a younger man. Do you follow? I do. Exactly. And, you know, there's so many more. John 15, 10 through 14 about being grafted in, staying grafted in. It says, if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete full complete yeah, yeah complete, complete or full. full there you go i mean that's that's just something that you want and then i'll end with this romans 2 6 and forward it says he will render to each one according to his works to those who by patience and well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality he will give eternal life but those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth but obey unrighteousness, there will be wrath and fury. There will be tribulation and distress for every human being who does evil. And I have had these reminders, especially the last 48 hours. I'm not a dog whisperer. I'm doing the best I can. Emily, you are like the... Uh, the country girl who knows how to discipline dogs, and maybe we can bring it up again yeah. uh, on Thursday if you can hold it together. <laughs> I think we do. I spent most of my time just laughing today, so I I have to apologize. Yeah. I'm very sorry. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's so 
it's it's so interesting because we can learn by just watching the animals and see watching how they behave and how they function oftentimes is kind of a reflection of of mankind it could be great spiritual analogies great spiritual analogies exactly and it just reminds me of you know in the bible where it talks about god's ways are so high above our ways and how likewise you and me, Chris, our ways are so high above our dog's ways. They don't right. understand. There's so much they don't see. There's so much that they don't understand that we see plain as day in yeah. Isabel. You can't just jump out of the car and take off because there's other cars. There's dangers. There's mm-hmm. dogs. There's all these things. And, you know, if when we aren't in tune with the master... He has to restrain us. Right on. So that's what's going on. It's, it's a loving thing. It's a good thing. And the more obedient we are, actually, the more freedom we gain. I have no idea how bad this sounds, but I'm going to let you make the call right now. Okay. Do we go back and edit? Uh, I think we can't. <laughs> I know. We're too tired. <laughs> we are at our capacity. Don't forget to subscribe for free to Bible Idiots. Go to BibleIdiots.com, and in the upper left-hand corner, you'll see my email address. Drop me a line. We'll... Maybe you'll be part of Mailbag this Friday. Hey, there you go. That's going to do it for us. On behalf of my best friend and bride, Emily, my name is Chris. Get into the Word of God today and go and serve your King.